0: The Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It is great to have you joining with us today. We're going to finish up today. We've been spending four weeks talking about how you can have a dream year. We've talked about focusing your life. We've talked about becoming your best, living your dream, but before we finish it, we need to talk about one other thing, and it is the mindset that you will have about dreams, about a dream year, about yourself. How do you think about yourself? And it's it's vitally important. I mean, vitally important to understand who you really are and most importantly, how God sees you and his uh, what his thinking is about you so you can have the proper thinking about yourself. So that is going to be something we're going to dig into in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to just talk with you about a few things I've mentioned in this beginning of the year that there are two things, two new things that that I'm going to be branching out into one of those is uh, doing some coaching for the first time. I've done consulting, some call it coaching, but taking um, uh, a group through some coaching content and and uh, giving them some some guidance, direction, inspiration, motivation, all those things, something that I'm interested in doing, looking forward to doing because when you speak and you do a lot of things, via media, you're reaching a lot of people, which is fantastic. And that is uh, certainly what I've set out to do. But you do miss out on the more personal, relational part of it. And this is going to help fill that void and give me an opportunity to do that. So I'm really looking forward to that. The other thing is something I'm getting closer and closer. It's, it's been a while. It's taken a while, you know, but I think you'll appreciate it when you understand uh, and hear about it. But just want to say I'm getting closer and closer to making that other big announcement, and that would really be a big one. So stay tuned. It, it Hopefully, maybe even next week, I'll be able to share with you. Uh, I just can't wait to do that and, and let you know this exciting new development. But let me just say in the meantime, rickmcdaniel.com, that is the best place to go to to just find out and learn more uh, about all the different things that I'm doing, the writing, the, the speaking, the podcast, what I'm doing with Pray, the biggest prayer app in the world, and version, the biggest Bible app in the world all these resources that are available to you. So I would just encourage you to do that. I would also just say as we are, you know, just kind of um, exiting out of the first month of the year, but still in the early part of the year, that if you're looking for something that you could read each day, like three minutes a day, that would just get you in the right mindset and give you that kind of inspiration and challenge and boost that you need for the day. My book, "This Is Living: Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith," is is available. You can just go get it on Amazon, and uh, it would be a great uh, addition to uh, what it is that that you are doing. And um, it's it's something that uh, many people are reading, and um, that includes people at some of the highest levels. I just got a note. Uh, and uh, someone well-known, very, very well-known, I don't know if I should share it or not, so for now I won't, but very well-known, uh, is reading my devotional and the book, and I would just encourage you to, to, to pick it up and do the same thing. I think you really find that it'll benefit you in so many, many, many ways. So that's available, and, and you can get it from rickmcdiam.com too, by the way, if you want to go that route. Um, so, Make sure and go to RickMcTender.com, look at all the things that are uh, available and, you know, just, I mean, I've got, just think about it, eight books, probably like 40 articles on Fox, over 100 articles on a variety of, of outlets and I have, you know, these podcast episodes that you can go back and listen to, there's my YouTube channel with like 50 plus videos on there, so, I mean, you know, if you want to, if you want to consume the content, there's lots of content for you to consume. One final thing, if you're enjoying this ratings and reviews are fantastic. It always helps for people to look and see, oh, you know, there's a, a bunch of positive, uh, reviews. There's, uh, there's the ratings and, and the, the rankings. So love to have you do that. Just take a moment and give us a five-star, uh, rating, give us a a review, take a moment, just say what you like about the podcast. Other people certainly benefit from it for sure. All right. So let's talk about what I'm going to call understand your God. You know, I've kind of made all these three words, you know, live your dream, focus your life, become your best, understand your God. Because you really do, you need to understand your value in God's eyes and then how you can respond to that because it's crucial to focus your life, become your best and and live your dream, absolutely. But to have a dream year, you really do need to have this one crucial piece to make it all happen, where you understand how God sees you and thus that gives you the foundation for which you can launch into a dream year what we think about ourselves is just vitally, vitally, vitally important. And the most important thing is to understand how God sees you. And Jesus explains God's love and value for us in, in, um, in real three little, little, just just a few verses in the Bible. It's kind of amazing. It's in Matthew 13, the first book of the Bible that's in the new Testament and, these are Jesus' words, just like four or five verses. So, but listen to what he says. He says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. And when a man found it, he hid it again. And then, in his joy, he went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. And when he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. And once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake. And caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets and threw the bad ones away. Now, that may not mean all that much to you, but I'm going to try to explain it to you today, so you can understand that that is really huge information, gigantic, gigantic information. So let's just look at these three stories today. The first and the message is this you are to God a treasure I mean that's just kind of a remarkable thought isn't it that God sees you sees me as a a treasure but that's what Jesus is saying now you have to understand back in the first century they didn't have banks they didn't exist so what people did was they buried their treasure that's what they did They, they you know they buried their of course the coins, cash, whatever, precious metals, they buried them. And the law stipulated that if you dug up treasure, it belonged to whoever owned the land. Whoever owns the land owns the treasure. So now you understand, just go back and just read it again. It's like treasure hidden in a field. The man found it. He hid it again and then he went and sold all he had so he could buy the field, because once he owned the field, he owned the treasure that was buried in that field. So the man wants the treasure. And he's willing to sell everything. Sold all that he had. The man who wants the treasure it is willing to pay everything. He has to buy it. Now, what does that mean for you and me and how God sees us in the story that Jesus says? Well, we're the treasure and we're worth whatever God had to pay for it. And what the what the message of the gospel is, is that for God so loved the world, most famous verse in the world, right? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So God loves us so much that he sent Jesus into the world because we all have this problem, which is that none of us are perfect. We're all flawed. No one exists with perfection. And so you can call it by a lot of different words, but it's the same thing. The Bible simply calls it sin. We're, We're not perfect. We have a sin problem. And so the sin problem had to be dealt with. And so God sends Jesus. He lives on the earth for 33 years and is perfect. No one's ever done it but him. So that he could then die for the sins of humanity, past, present and future. And if he just died, that that would be a a very courageous, heroic act, but wouldn't necessarily impact us but then three days later he rose up from the grave proving his victory over death and sin and so then we can accept jesus when we accept jesus we receive forgiveness for our sins and we are saved and that means that we now have our soul is saved so that it might spend eternity in heaven for god's love the world gave gives one and only life that One and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life, life everlasting. Of course, while we live on this earth, we have what Jesus called an abundant life. So have this incredible, meaningful, purposeful life on earth, however long we live. How great is that? And then when this life is over, then we have eternal life in heaven with Jesus. Now, that's how much of a treasure we are. The treasure that God was willing to pay the ultimate price for, the treasure is hidden. But once you realize you're the treasure and then you have to respond to that. So that's the that's the other side of it is how God sees us. And then how how do we respond to that? How do we respond to God's viewpoint on us, do we see ourselves as forgiven, worthy of forgiveness? Because God says we are, all we have to do is just ask for it. It's an amazing thing. The most incredible thing that you can have in this world doesn't cost you anything, cost God everything. That's the very essence of what it means to be a treasure. We spend all our money and time on things in this world to possess or to have or to experience. It's not necessarily wrong, by the way, but could be, but doesn't have to be by any means. But at the end of the day, the most important thing, which is that your eternal soul that lives on forever would be saved and redeemed and spend eternity in heaven, that doesn't cost us to receive it now there is a cost to following jesus no doubt about it i would never want to steer anyone in any wrong direction say yeah yeah you know just accept god's forgiveness for you and then after that you do whatever you want i mean that's not that's not the message the message is you receive jesus as your savior and then you you follow him you follow his leadership the word is lordship but easier way to understand it i think is leadership you follow jesus leadership become a follower of christ so you you live your life different your lifestyle changes and that's the that's the cost of following jesus but the cost of receiving jesus and forgiveness is is free So we're a treasure, and our response is is really just, okay, what do I do with that? What is my response to the fact that God sees me as a treasure? Wow. Something to ponder and consider. Now, if that was all, that'd be pretty great, but it goes on because we are, to God, not only a treasure, we we are, to God, a gem. I mean, again, what's the next... Uh, kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. And when he found one of great value, he went and sold everything he had. There it is again. God knows our value. He sees this as precious. He knows what we are worth. In fact, he knows more about what we're worth than we know about what we're worth, which is the problem for, for too many people. They don't know their their true value and worth, so they settle for things that they should never settle for. They settle for cheap imitations. They settle for being treated in ways they shouldn't be treated. They settle for ways of living their life and trying to find peace and pleasure in ways that end up destroying their lives. And God says you're a gem. You're you're you are a gem. He sees us that way, that 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 we're, we're so worth it that again, it's worth making sure that Every bit of what he has, he sells everything so he can, so he can buy it. It's that important. You'll notice it says pearls, right? Find pearls. So you say of all the gems, I mean, diamonds, right? Isn't diamonds the best and rubies and sapphires, why gems? And here's the reason they're, they're hard to make and and they're hard to find. And certainly, you know that applies to many different gems. But it's interesting because you know there's this famous phrase, "pearls of wisdom." And what does that mean? Well, it means that wisdom's hard to hard to to find, and it's 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 difficult to produce. If we had more wisdom in this world, man, our that's world would be so much better in so many ways. So many things that happen are unwise; they're just foolish. That's why there's a whole Book in the Bible called Proverbs. If you want to become wiser, read that book and read it and read it and read it because it's filled with huge amounts of wisdom. When that's what we need, we need wisdom. We actually don't need knowledge as much as we need wisdom. Now, again, wisdom is really nothing more than knowledge applied. It's applied knowledge. So don't don't get hung up on that. Like oh, I don't need to know anything. I just need to be wise. Well, yeah, you know things, and that's what makes you wise. It's the extra step. It's not just knowing. It's doing something with the knowledge. I'm sure you know someone. We all know people that seem to have a fair amount of knowledge, but it just doesn't reflect in, their, in the way they live their life. And it's like, what's going on? This person is too smart for all this foolishness, but that's lack of wisdom. So it can you can be knowledgeable, but not be wise. God seeks you out. Yeah, God seeks you. God is seeking you. God seeks you and, and and he's he's he finds you. He will find you. If you will, you know, if you will avail yourself, open yourself, he'll find you. And then you, you're the winner. You become the winner. He finds you and then he sells everything to make sure that you can be with him. This is why uh, the Bible talks about uh, having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. The relationship. It's not... It's a relationship. It's not just a knowing about God, believing in God, but it's having a relationship with God. We have to understand our value, the the value that God places on us and the value, obviously, of knowing Jesus, because the value of knowing him is peace, purpose, wisdom, (laughs) blessings. I mean, it's it's a long, 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 long list. I mean, that's why Jesus said you'll have an abundant life. The, the word abundant really means to have a life with surplus. In other words, you don't just have sort of enough to get by, but you have a, a, tr- a truly abundant, surplus-filled life. I mean, what a way to live. Not just getting by, but really experiencing the abundance. And that comes in knowing Jesus and following Jesus. So the following is the sacrifice that we make, right? That's the, that's the sacrifice. It's easy to accept Christ, as I said, to receive his forgiveness and then we set out to follow him to allow him to lead and guide our life. When we do that, then our dreams come true. That's exactly how it's exactly what's it's happened in my life. I could tell you, you know, story after story after story about just all these amazing things that I've experienced in my life which are the result of pursuing god-given dreams having dream year after dream year after dream year and I'm not saying every year was a dream year but man there were some that were pretty incredible and this and this year is certainly starting out to be be one of those my wife said to me wow you're, you're having quite a year and I'm thinking yeah I mean I just got started it's just it's just getting going you have a dream you can pursue your dream. But you, you pursue it while you pursue following Jesus. And then he just blesses you and gives you his favor. And so all these good things happen. And the dream becomes a reality as you follow him. Knowing Jesus makes a difference in your decision making. And so when you start making these wiser decisions well guess what happens your career is better and your relationships are better your health is better when you follow the leader when you read the bible you follow what jesus taught you follow the principles of the bible when you do that it blesses your life in a remarkable way i mean you are immensely immensely blessed by following jesus that's exactly how it works and when you see yourself as this gem this rare you know rare you know the pearl you know how it works and inside the shell in the water with the secretions and over time after time time eventually this marvelous beautiful gem is created Then you got to find one of those inside all these other shells. They're not in everyone, so it's it's really quite a metaphor to think about, and it ought to boost your self esteem pretty big to think, "Oh, that's how God sees me. Like I'm like a gem. That's how God views me. I'm you know so important that sells everything. So yes, so important, so valuable." Your, as we talked about last week and becoming your best your gifts your talents your abilities your skills all these things god says you're unique you have all these special aspects of who you are that you can offer the world one more story so we are we are to god a treasure we are to god a gem and and then it's funny because it's a phrase we use in in our culture today, we are to God a catch. And you know, I say, Well, that guy's a good catch, you know. Um, but again, once again, the kingdom of heaven's like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. And it was full, fishermen pulled it out to shore. Collected their incredible catch. So he, here's what you have to understand about fishing in the first century. They fished with nets. Of course we still fish with nets today, isn't that funny? All these years later. But let me just describe the net. So it would be about 75 feet long, about 25 feet wide. And would have weights on it. So the weights would bring the net down. Of course, 75 feet, it's long, you know. Weight, put it down in, into the water. I've been I've been to the Sea of Galilee. You know, I, I've been where these guys fished. I've been on a boat there. I've seen the whole scene, see exactly how it all works so god sees us as uh, as a catch sees us again as having value that we that that he could in essence catch us that's amazing right like wow like it's just so remarkable these stories that jesus is saying telling us and what is he saying about us I mean, it's 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 amazing that we're a catch to God, not God's a catch to us. We're a catch to God. It's just remarkable. But this is the gospel. You, again, you you hear it in all different kinds of ways, beginning with that most famous scripture, God so loved. You see God like loves and values us so much that he's pursuing us. He sees us in this way. It's amazing. And it's this kind of mindset. When you have this kind of mindset and you say, Wow, this is how God sees me, you accept, you then accept Christ into your life. You receive forgiveness. You welcome in the peace into your life. Begin to pursue God's plan for your life, his purpose going to take all these gifts he's given you and talents and skills that you work on and develop he's going to place in front of you opportunities see how this works this is how it's supposed to work for every person and people who do this live dream years they have they live a life where their dreams come true people that are struggling and 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 Suffering in various ways from lack of peace, lack of joy, lack of purpose. Don't see their dreams come true. This is where they're missing it. They're trying to find it in some other way. When this is God's ordained way for it to happen. Now it says, you know, they kept the good good fish and you know got rid of the bad ones. So you know, it's, that's that's the thing that's kind of funny is that really. God sees us as a catch, but then we have to decide how we respond to God. We can be, in essence, a good catch or a bad catch. How we respond to God's view of us? How do we respond to it? We can accept it, great, good catch, and all the benefits that I just talked about become ours, or we reject it, then if we reject it, we, we miss out. We, it's it's bad for us. It's not really that God says you're a bad catch because God says everyone, anyone can be forgiven and all are welcome. All. No qualifications. But we can self-select, right? We can choose to not respond to the invitation. I mean, it's weird, you know, who turns down a gift, but It can happen, and it does happen. We can choose to live in God's kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. What does that mean, by the way? It means this is the way that God has designed life to be lived. In fact, in the same book, Matthew, right, where this is in chapter 13, if you went back to chapters five, six, and seven and just read those three chapters, that's, it's called the famous Sermon on the Mount. That's like Jesus' big message on what the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven is like. This is how we're supposed to live our lives. So you read that, give you tons of information. Like this is how we live. And then this leads to a very fulfilling, very fulfilling, very purposeful, very meaningful life on earth. And then when this life is over... We spend eternity with God in heaven. So we choose to be loyal to Jesus, to his teachings, to his leadership. We adopt his values, the values that are taught in the Bible. We then fulfill his mission, which is to advance the kingdom of God. Because the more that God's kingdom advances, the better the world gets. The less it advances, the world worse it gets. It's, it's just like absolute proportion. So the more people that understand who they really are and understand their true value, the world gets better. The more people that don't understand that or in some way choose to reject this marvelous value that God's placed on them, then that makes things go in the wrong direction. It's, it's almost like mathematical, you know, it just works it proportionally. Either goes one way or it goes the other way. So everything about focus, about becoming your best, about living your dream, all of that, all of those principles, all the things that we spent three weeks talking about, absolutely 100% work when you understand your true value and worth in God's eyes. And when you function in that way and you live out of that relationship with him, forgiven, loved, accepted, blessed, then you move in that direction and you can pursue really a marvelous, fantastic year. So it's important for me to give you that piece of the puzzle because it, 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 it is the key to go with the other three pieces that we've already talked about. When you put them all together, wow, when you put that all together, if you just, these four episodes, if you just put into practice these things, you are going to have a dream year. There's just no doubt about it. It will happen. No doubt. No doubt about it whatsoever. It will happen in one shape, form or fashion. It will take place. So I hope you will. Because that's the reason for doing these episodes. It's like, you know, it's not just for nothing. It's put it into practice. And you can really have like the, the best year of your life, the most fulfilling year where you really see your dreams come true. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in. And we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.